The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant, and good, good afternoon if you are tuning in live. We're so excited to have you here today. This is your host of The Career Confidant, Marie Zimanoff. And as you know, in this show, we cover hot topics in the career world that are going to help you manage your own career. And each week I share my experience helping thousands of professionals advance their careers. And I bring in some industry leaders to provide career intelligence to help you stay ahead of the curve. And today I'm so excited because we have Joe Chappell, who's the Managing Director for Global Marketing at the Association of Executive Search Consultants. And Joe is going to share some pearls of wisdom for you in how you can use executive search firms, consultants in managing your career. So if you'd like to take the opportunity to ask Joe a question about using executive search firms or what they're looking for, he's going to be sharing all of those juicy details with us today. And you can call in live at 866 472 5790, or of course, you can email me at Marie, M A R I E, at a strategic advantage.com. So, I don't want to hold us up anymore because Joe has put together just a great amount of information for you today. So, Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, can you just start by, um, giving us a brief overview of the Association of Executive Search Consultants and Blue Steps? Sure, I would be happy to. Um, so the Association of Executive Search Consultants, or the AESC, is the global trade association that represents executive search and leadership consulting firms worldwide. Uh, we've been in operation since 1959. Uh, we're headquartered in New York, but we also have offices in Brussels and in Hong Kong. Um, because AESC members must uh, commit and adhere to the AESC's industry and government-recognized um, code of ethics and professional practice guidelines, clients of AESC members can be assured that um, they're that AESC members can serve them as trusted advisors for some of their most important engagements. Um, as the voice for executive search and leadership consulting worldwide, today we have about 350 firms within our membership, uh, representing roughly 8,000 executive search professionals, and we have penetration in about 75 countries. 
Um, you can learn more about the AESC at AESC.org. Okay, great. Well, maybe we'll hold off here a little bit on, on Blue Steps itself. So tell me a little bit about how you see executive search fitting into someone's search strategy. What stage of their career should they start making contacts as a candidate, a potential candidate? When should they start making contacts with the search community? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great question. I think having an understanding of what role executive search firms play in the acquisition of, of senior executive talent um, and how to leverage that um, should definitely be part of every executive's career management strategy. Um, at the AESC and at Blue Steps, which is the AESC's um, uh, career service for executive level candidates, we, we always emphasize the importance of having a career management strategy so that you are proactively carving your future rather than just reacting when you need to make a change. Um, a reactive stance, um, of course, puts you in a much much more vulnerable position. So it's, it's good to have the right tools and resources in place before you actually need them. Um, that's why we offer Blue Steps, uh, which is a comprehensive career management service uh, developed exclusively for executive level professionals. Um, as part of that service, um, only executive search firms that are members of the AESC have access to uh, candidate information within Blue Steps. So it's really that um, top tier of, of executive search firms out there um, that can contact you if you're in Blue Steps. Um, so it's, it's uh, filtered by, by quality, if you will. Um, okay. In terms of, um, you know, what stage of their careers should an executive start thinking about um, possibly making some contacts within the executive search community, we typically recommend developing some knowledge of the search process once you've reached the director level. Um, search is more commonly relevant at the VP level and above. Um, in terms of salary brackets, you're looking at m- most commonly 200K USD and above, um, but really even closer to 300K and above um, within that seat. C-suite level is really um, the sweet spot for executive search. But we do, again, recommend at the director level, it's a good idea to um, start start considering executive search, um, understanding the executive search process, and starting to think about making some contacts with executive search consultants. Um, again, good career management always means planning ahead, and so if you've developed some relationships earlier on in your career, um, it's only going to be beneficial for you later on, um, so that's that's never a bad thing. Okay. Well, I love that because you're just helping me preach what I always preach on this show and why I started this show, right, was <laughs> that you're you got to be thinking about those things much before they happen today because mm-hmm. nobody's taking care of it for you, um, and that's that's why I'm here. So that's awesome to hear that you guys are on the, the same page and that the executive consultants, the search consultants, are open to people connecting with them. Would you say that that's true? Yes, I would definitely say that's true. I mean, we, we emphasize that it should be a part of it 
every executive's toolkit, if you will. So it's executive search is not going to be um, you know the the be all and, and end all of your of your career strategy. I mean, you absolutely have to network. Um, you need to be finding um, opportunities to to raise your visibility within your industry, be it speaking engagements. Um, uh, serving on on conference panels, et cetera. Um, but yes, um, executive search consultants are interested in in getting to know candidates. Um, they need to stay on top of what's what's happening within the industry, um, what what the trends are, and because they're not always um, you know as close to to industry trends as as the executives working within the industry are, it's really beneficial for them to have close contacts with really the, the, the key players within um, the sectors that they um, conduct search assignments within. So they certainly are open to, to building relationships with, um, with candidates. I would say and actually strongly emphasize, though, that their loyalty at the end of the day is always with the clients. Um, that they serve. Um, sometimes there's a misperception about that. Um, some some um, candidates feel like they can reach out to a headhunter um, and the headhunter can find a job for them, but that's not actually the model. The model is that the the recruiter is working for the hiring organization, and um, that means that you know, at least 95% of a search consultant's time has to be devoted to their clients. Um, having said that, um, they they are interested in, in getting to know candidates, but I, I would say that there is sort of an art <laughs> to how candidates would want to approach um, a search consultant, and it really is about relationships. Um, it's not transactional, and it's not a it's not a short-term solution for a job seeker. It's something that is people-based, it's um, relationship-based, and that always takes a bit of time. Okay, good, good. And, you know, just briefly here, how would you describe um, or how would you tell a candidate that they can determine if a recruiter is legitimate, that someone is a good person for them to build a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a very good question, a very timely question. Um, um, I'll I'll tackle this in two parts. First, I'll start with legitimacy. Um, very important um, because, unfortunately, more and more we we do hear about um, scams that occur where candidates are approached by someone <clears throat> presenting themselves as an executive search consultant as a recruiter, and um, they're really just a scammer, um, sometimes even um, presenting themselves as a legitimate search consultant working for a legitimate search firm. So <clears throat> whenever you are approached um, by, a, by a recruiter, um, I, I would always ask for references. I think um, as a candidate, you're going to be asked for references and you have every right to to ask for the same. I think it's, it's very important to um, establish legitimacy early on before you start divulging any personal information. Um, unfortunately, just because there is so much information 
about us all these days online and because most of us are on LinkedIn and we should be on LinkedIn. It's important to be there. Um, it just means that we have to be a little more um, cautious about um, who, who we're giving information to. So um, I, I would say, number one, ask for references and any, any legitimate search firm, um, any legitimate search consultant is going to, to respect that and be happy to, to provide that. Um, next, I would ask um, the recruiter what type of recruitment they do because there, there are different forms of recruitment. Um, there's contingency recruitment. There's also, um, I, I think everyone's heard of staffing agencies, which doesn't apply so much to our conversation here today. Um, but I would ask what, what form of recruitment, and if they say retained executive search, I would then ask them if they're a member of the AESC. Um, executive search is an, an unregulated industry, and so if they're a member of the AESC, it means they've gone through a really strict vetting process, and they have to adhere to the AESC's code of ethics and professional practice guidelines, which are... Um, the highest um, standards within within the industry. So if they're a member of the AESC, that's that's always a good sign and a good trust signal. Um, that's not to say, however, that there aren't really good firms out there um, that are not AESC members, because there certainly there certainly are. Um, but certainly, if they are an AESC member, um, it's it's a good sign. Um, okay. So, I would say those two things definitely, and then also do do a little research. Um, certainly check out their websites. Make sure that um, you know what's what's presented online looks professional and legitimate. And in terms of um, you know which consultants to to reach out to or to try to establish relationships with, it's always going to be most beneficial for both parties if it's within your within your industry. If you're trying to develop um, a relationship with a consultant who specializes in healthcare but you're in finance, that's not going to help you and it's not going to be of help to to the recruiter either. Yeah, yeah, you're looking for those win-wins. Well, and that's part of the piece of the search that I think is really important for people is to realize that there are there are vetting places like the AESC for almost every service, right? I'm a member of the National Resume Writers Association, and who knew that that existed? But it does the same thing for resume writers, which is also an unregulated industry. It says, hey, these people are adhering to some standards and and have all of those pieces in place like the AESC is saying for search consultants. So we're going to be right back in just a few minutes and keep talking with Joe about executive search and how it can work for your career. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. 
Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we are talking with Joe Chappell from the Association for Executive Search Consultants, and Joe has been talking to us about the executive search world and what that looks like and how we can figure out if those recruiters are legitimate and really looking at the AESC as a way to vet those organizations, those people, and also, of course, doing your research online, their website, LinkedIn, and then looking to make relationships with those people, long-term types of relationships with people in your industry that makes sense for you. So we'll be diving into that a little bit more, and we're going to start by looking at the candidate side. So, Joe, what makes a candidate attractive to an executive search professional, and what things should a candidate avoid? Well, well, I think um, the first thing that I would suggest is always be honest. Um, I think executive search consultants, um, they're always going to find out if you haven't been. Um, it's, it's their job to, to do that. Um, so I would say never, never lie about your education. Um, never say you majored in something when it was really just a minor. Um, never say you graduated if, uh, if you never completed those last remaining credits. So honesty, um, imperative. Um, and if you, if you've fudged information from early on in your career, which I would always advise against, um, because it's only going to catch up with you later. Um, but if you have done that at a more frivolous time in your life, um, definitely do make sure that you go back and review and make sure you, you clean that up because it, it will come out during the search process and that will not be good for you and uh, you don't want to be in that position. Um, it could not only hurt your chances for, for that particular opportunity, but it could, it could hurt you um, in the future for, for other opportunities and you don't, you don't want to have a reputation for having presented um, false information even if it was information that you presented 15 years ago that didn't seem like such a big deal at the time. I think that's something that a lot of people don't really think about, but I think it's crucial. Um, Additionally, I would say humility goes a long way. Um, Executive search consultants, they're often looking for 
for the uncovered gem, if you will. So, um, so being being precise and factual about where you've been and what you've done will take you further than a laundry list of, of boastful achievements. Um, also, I would really emphasize acting with integrity in and outside of the office. Um, if you're in the executive ranks, you're really always on. Um, you're never off. You're always um, representing your company's brand at all times and your personal brand. So um, if you're if you're on a, in a meeting with a search consultant, if you're out to dinner with them, um, you know, be considerate to the wait staff. Um, don't don't bicker with your spouse or your partner on your cell phone. Um, those little cues um, will be picked up by by the search consultant and could potentially cost you an opportunity. Um, so I would I would certainly emphasize all of those things and uh, emphasize them as as pitfalls that you would certainly want to avoid. Um, in terms of a good candidate, it's it really is going to to depend on the specific search at hand, um, and you know we we may get into more of the specifics um, of that uh, uh, later on in the call. But it it really varies um, in terms of skills that um, that a search consultant would be seeking. Yeah, well, and I think that you bring up a good point. And LinkedIn has itself has kind of been transitioning this way. I think as an executive candidate or really any candidate, we need to think about how we talk about ourselves, right? That it's not a sales process. And a lot of people want to, you know, sell themselves. And what you said in terms of, you know, you've got some precise factual things that you need to be able to say, but it's also important when you say those things and they don't need to be the first thing that you say, right? It's it's not mm-hmm. a sales conversation it's a relationship and in the executive office I think we got pretty high about accomplishments and that's kind of belongs on your resume but not necessarily in your LinkedIn profile and probably not in the executive search conversation until that person is asking for it or it it's further along in the conversation and it seems appropriate to share those things mm-hmm. exactly so how would you, and we talked about this a little bit, but any more that you would say about how a candidate should promote themselves or should brand themselves online? You talked about LinkedIn. Tell me a little bit about what executive search consultants are looking for candidates to be doing in their branding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, well, first of all, and you certainly know far more about this than, than I do, but certainly a good resume um, that piques interest within the first five seconds. I mean, we hear this <clears throat> constantly from our members. Um, you know, they're they're really looking for something that is going to, you know, just interest them very quickly to make them want to, to read on. So, um Good resume is is critical, and I think maybe we're in an era where some people may feel like the resume maybe is not quite as important as it once was now that we do have things like LinkedIn, but I think that's absolutely not the case. I think that a good resume um, for any executive is crucial. Um, in terms of online branding, I think... Um, 
I think it is important to be on LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn, I mean, I always think of it as, you know, I think of it in the same vein as, as the telephone or email. It's, it's just a, a tool that has become part of our lives at this point. Um, I think that um, if, if anyone is looking for information about you in a professional capacity, I think they're going to Google you, and then I think they're going to check out your LinkedIn profile. So I think of your, I think of the LinkedIn profile as your, it's like your, your profile for the world. It's public, it's how you're presenting yourself publicly, and I think there are other tools, um, like Blue Steps, for example, which is, it's a little more confidential. It's just about presenting yourself to, um, executive recruiters. Um, so, a little different in that you can be, I think, a little more explicit in what you're looking for, I think, when you're on LinkedIn. And if you are considering new opportunities, um, if you're, you know, if you consider yourself in, in job-seeking mode, I think you have to be really careful about what you present on LinkedIn because you're connected with all of your colleagues and you don't want to see um, you don't want your colleagues or certainly your boss to um, feel like you're you're seeking other opportunities. So I think I think you really have to use um, a mix. Um, even think of it as your personal marketing mix, if you will, um, for for personal branding. I think it, it's important to to have a great resume. It's important to be on LinkedIn. We certainly recommend a Blue Steps membership. Um, also, being um, visible, as I mentioned earlier, in your industry, I think it's important to attend um, critical events um, within your particular sector or related to your to your function. Um, but I don't think just attending events is enough. I think um, you need to be seeking speaking engagements, um, be on panels. Um, any opportunity to speak to the media, that's going to be, in most cases, picked up online as well, and you're going to have that digital trail. So I think all of those things are very, very important um, in terms of personal branding. Okay. Yeah, and I, I like that it's a more proactive process overall, right, when you're talking about talking at events and conferences, those are things people should be doing to manage their careers. It's not about job search, right? It's it's before you even think you might want to look for a job, it's getting known as that subject matter expert by doing some of those things. And that takes a lot of maybe effort that we aren't used to. We're used mm-hmm. to just doing good at our jobs and that being enough. And the world has changed, and especially for executives, that's not really the way it works anymore. But even for, you know, your director level or manager level positions, the the competition is fierce. And if they want to move up, especially going and doing some of those things, whether it's at a conference or even writing a white paper, right, there's a lot of different things that they can do to build their visibility that are then going to make LinkedIn and their resume and all of those things better, right? Right, absolutely. Right, you you never know when the next opportunity is, is going to come along. So it's, um, if, you, if you wait until that 
that point, then it's it's really too late. You you absolutely need to be um, thinking about this well in advance. And you know, even if you're not planning for a move, you do need to be thinking about your your next opportunity um, and even maybe the one following that. And just having a very clear um, clear sort of plan for where it is you you want to go and and make sure that you're you're setting goals to get there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's part of that's part of this proactive career management process that we're talking about a little bit broader right here on this show. So, hopefully people are starting to see a theme and and especially at at the executive level or if that's where our my listeners are looking looking to go, that's a big part of being at that level is knowing where you're going and being doing all of these things we're talking about to help get yourself there. So mm-hmm. Blue Steps, if I, and I think I understand this this right, Joe, Blue Steps is a, a place where they can create a profile. They can put like the executive resume that I've helped them develop or that they've had a, another professional help with, or they can use your service to, to develop that professional document. But Blue Steps is a place where they can create a profile that then other executive search people can see. And I'm not really going to let you answer that question because we're going to go to break. But when we get yeah. back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Blue Steps. And I'll, I'll leave you hanging here, listeners, because Joe is also going to share a promotional code for you to try out Blue Steps if you'd like to to do that. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to dive into Blue Steps just briefly, give you that promotional code, and then finish up here with Joe talking about the executive search world and where it's going and how that's going to impact your industry. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. 
If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we are excited to have Joe Chapel here from the AESEC, and he is talking about AESC, I knew I was going to mess that up at least once, the Association of Executive Search Consultants, and we've been talking right before the break about Blue Steps, and Joe, just give me an overview again, that is where executives can create a profile and get looked at by these executive search consultants? Sure. Um, Blue Steps is um, it's a full suite of career management resources and tools that was developed by the AESC um, actually in 2000. We've been online for, for 15 years now. Um, it was developed um, as a place, um, a, a um, uh, uh, best-in-class resource, if you will, for, for candidates um, to, to, to go to for more information about the executive search process and for tools that can help them stay visible to the executive search community. So today, um, Blue Steps, again, is, is a full um, career management service. Um, if you're a Blue Steps member, um, you're searchable by um, uh, recruiters at AESC member firms around the world, um, so you don't have to worry about being bombarded by recruiters who um, are, you know, sending you information about opportunities that don't match your your skill set or career trajectory at all. Um, so only a very sort of um, uh, high level, high quality um, uh, 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 set of. of search firms have access to your information. Um, also, we offer a complimentary um, resume review, a career consultation with membership. Um, we do executive career webinars, everything from how to um, gain your first board seat um, to nego- negotiating compensation. Um, we also offer um, the International Executive Search Firm Directory, which is a really great tool to have access to because you can target search firms and specific recruiters who specialize within your particular industry, um, who even specialize um, within your your functional expertise or geography. So that's a great resource um, to have access to. We also offer um, a feed of current um, search assignments being conducted by AESC member search firms and a plethora of um, podcasts, um, articles, um, and other other resources on um, executive level career topics. So it's it's a great resource. Um, membership is it's only a small um, one time fee. And for listeners today, we are offering a promotion. Um, if you'd like to join Blue Steps, you can use the promo code Search15 at registration, and that's Search um, capitalized, so capital S E A R. CH15, and you'll receive a 15% discount on membership. Perfect. Well, that's awesome. I hope that some of my listeners will, will look at it and see if it makes sense for them. 
I am very impressed with the service, and people who've listened to the show probably are surprised that, that, that somebody's talking about their service because I don't do that very often, but I really am impressed with your service. And as I said, I believe in associations and their power to help elevate industries, especially unregulated industries. So I hope that if, if people find that that's useful for them, that can be a good opportunity for them to try that. So search 15 at registration. And if you have any questions about that, of course, you can contact me, Marie, M-A-R-I-E at astrategicadvantage.com. Or um, we'll talk at the very end here before we let Joe go and see if there's a way that people can connect with him. But before we get that far, let's talk a little bit about, because I know that people are thinking about, okay, but what might be out there for me? What types of opportunities are available? And you said that you've got a listing that, that shows them that. So tell me a little bit about what regions you see are presenting the most opportunities and and what areas of the country or industries those are those are coming up in. Mhm, sure. So for 2015, we're really um expecting um North America and the US in particular to really lead um um uh, our um we we conduct um, quarterly industry um, surveys that reveal the um, statistics uh, for for the profession. And um, search volume uh, was up 8.7% um, in Q3 compared to Q3 2013, and we're expecting even stronger growth um, over the next um, uh, few months. So increased search volume only means increased opportunities, um, job opportunities for executives. So that's that's great news. Um, and again, the U.S. is looking is looking really strong this year. Um, in terms of um, particular sectors, um, the industrial sector um, retained the largest global market share. Um, a new executive search activity in Q3. Um, it was up 8.7% um, over Q3 2013, and it was up almost 1% over Q2 of last year. Um, our Q4 data will be out in March, um, so that's not quite available yet. But again, um, we are we are expecting... Um, increased uh, growth um, this year um, in terms of search activity. Um, The financial services industry um, held the second largest executive search market share um, in Q3. It was the only other industry next to industrial to experience both yearly and quarterly growth and new search starts. Um, So kind of a, a a comeback for financial services, if you will. Um, so uh, up 18.6% um, compared to Q3 2013. So that's quite an increase. Um, so financial services starting to look healthy again. Um, areas such as risk and compliance um, continue to be great areas for demand where there isn't a level of supply to match it. Um Outside of North America, we're seeing more moderate demand or forecasting more moderate demand um, for the year ahead in parts of Europe and also in Asia Pacific. Um, uh, North America, again, um, uh, 
strong growth, retained the largest worldwide market share in executive search activity, um, 44.4%, and was the only major region um, surveyed to experience both yearly and quarterly growth um, in the number of new searches started in the third quarter of last year, um, having risen 11.3% uh, compared to Q3 of 2013. So that's just a, you know, kind of a, an overview of um, the, the trends that we're seeing in terms of search volume, but it um, does give some insight in terms of where the opportunities may be um, sector-wise and also uh, geographically. Yeah, that's great. Well, and it's it matches what I'm seeing. So that's always nice, right? When the data actually matches yeah. the the anecdotal evidence. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about, and let's circle around here as we close with with you today. We talked a little bit about that they should, if they're a candidate and they want to connect with an, an executive search firm, that they need to do that in terms of a relationship. So how would you and recommend that they initiate that contact and then how can they maintain that relationship? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, great questions. So I would, I would think of it as, again, building a relationship. It's not a transaction. So I think you absolutely don't want your approach to be, you know, hi, I'm John Smith. I'm looking for a CMO position within the pharmaceutical sector. Um, I, I don't think any executive search consultant is going to be interested in that or, or um, going to want to entertain um, uh, getting back to you and, you know, dropping whatever they're doing during the middle of their day. So I think instead you want to start with a mutual connection if possible. Um, do you have a colleague who can introduce you? Do you have a common connection on LinkedIn who can offer an introduction that way? Um, if the search consultant that you're looking to, to build a relationship with is um, working for an AESE member search firm, you could mention that um, if you're a Blue Steps member, you could mention that you're a member of the AESE's Blue Steps service. Basically, anything that starts to build a personal connection is going to increase the chances that the search consultant is going to want to take a little bit of time to get to know you. Um, I would suggest um, not mentioning any opportunities that you're looking for at all at first and just focus on beneficial information that you may be able to provide the search consultant that they're going to find valuable. Again, um, industry expertise that you can share with them, um, uh, any, anything that, that you can provide them that they may not um, otherwise um, have access to, that's going to interest them. So if you can start from that place, I think that's going to take you much, much further. Um, and I think if you reach a point where um, you've built a relationship with a search consultant where um, you think of that person as a colleague that you can have lunch with once a year and kind of update them on what's happening um, with your with your career and what you're seeing within your particular industry, then I would say you you've built a, su- a successful relationship and that can benefit you 
um, in terms of new opportunities at some point um, in your career, potentially, because um, that search consultant is going to have you top of mind whenever they're working on a search consultant, uh, sorry, a search assignment that matches your career trajectory and skill set. That's awesome. So, Joe, is there a way that people can connect with you if they're listening and they want to connect with you? Is is LinkedIn a good place to do that? And if so, what what is your profile or how can they find you there? Sure, absolutely. I'm happy to um, connect on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me um, just by Googling Joe Chappell, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L, um, and uh, I'd be happy to connect with anyone on LinkedIn. You can also email me directly at the AESC. My email address is jchapel at aesc.org, and I'd be happy to answer any questions you have about the AESC, about the executive search process, or what Blue Steps may be able to offer you as a candidate. That's so great. I think that this has been a great session of information for people in that role. And if I've got listeners that aren't quite there, maybe you're at that manager or director level, still so many nuggets that you've provided, Joe, just about how to build relationships with recruiters that I think goes for any type of recruiter, as well as the marketing and approach that works for candidates, no matter what type of recruiter they're connecting with. So thank you so much for all of the great information that you've shared. Thank you, Marie. It's been a pleasure, and uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break, listeners, and we'll be back in just a few minutes, and I'm going to do a little wrap-up here for you before we are done for the day. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. What does a visual workplace mean to you? How does it contribute to operational excellence? And what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place? Listen to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense to find out. Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today... 
please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and we've just had a very full conversation with Joe Chappell from the American Executive Search Consultants, and he just shared such great information that I got the name of his organization wrong, I'm sure, Association of Executive Search Consultants. Association of Executive Search Consultants is really a, sounds like a powerhouse for you if you're in that executive world and looking to connect with search consultants. And as I've worked with executives who are trying to make those relationships, it's not always easy for everyone, right? Some of my clients have some relationships that they can work to access some of these executive search consultants and some don't. So if you're in that latter part where maybe your company has non-competes with some and you don't know how to get around that and look at others, the Association of Executive Search Consultants is a a place that helps vet those consultants for you. And then also with Blue Steps, as Joe was talking about, gives you the opportunity to get in front of those consultants in a more passive manner either by them looking at your profile through Blue Steps or more active on your part, but knowing that they've got something available, being able to look at some of their directories and their lists of postings. Some of the things that Joe was talking about really apply across the board, whether you're an executive, director, manager, or even an entry-level employee looking to connect with any of the levels of search that he talked about, right? Whether it's contingency, retained, or the staffing world. And contingency, you know, it means that they are they are doing that recruiting, but they're not a direct a direct employee, right? Retained means that that they're the exclusive person that's recruiting for that position. Contingency, there might be multiple people recruiting for that position. And then your staffing firms usually do, I would say, director level and below, sometimes temporary, sometimes permanent. But all of those people are looking for candidates who are trying to form a win-win relationship, right? Trying to form a real relationship. And so Joe was talking about not starting with, hi, I'm looking for, right? That's a taker's perspective. But hi, I'm, I'm, I'm know you through this person, or I found that you're a member of this association and think we might have some valuable pieces of information to share with each other. If I can provide some insight into the industry and what what are some of the trends that are going on in the industry that might be helpful for you in, in recruiting candidates and to learn more about the types of opportunities that you may have available, right? Something that's that both sides of the coin. Then he talked a little bit about which industries are growing And, of course, that's applicable not just to the executive level, but to think about what these trends might mean for you. The largest search volumes being in the industrial market, 
right? Manufacturing, those industries are starting to rebound pretty heavily. And that's his biggest market share. The largest number of searches going on is in that market. And then your financial services, which is amazing, right? It's great that that industry is bouncing back in terms of the executive search because, of course, that that means that there are searches going on at all levels in those organizations. And you have the opportunity, 18% growth from quarter, from year over year, 18% growth year over year in those financial services industries. That's huge. It means great opportunity. And then the risk and compliance. And the thing that I wrote down there was the level of supply isn't meeting the demand. So if you're in those areas, there's some specific opportunities for you at the executive level, but then again, thinking about how that's going to funnel down into the other levels. So if you're thinking about ways to get in front of an executive search audience, I would definitely check out the Association of Executive Search Consultants, what types of people are members, Talk to Joe, see if it makes sense for you to, to, to look into that further in, type of your, in terms of your industry, right? Every part of your, your job search or your career management is going to take some of that due diligence to see if it really makes sense for you, especially when you're looking at, at paying for something. And, you know, if you've listened for very long, I, I don't recommend that you pay for belonging to ladders or dice or any of those that are posting positions that everyone gets to see most of the time. But this is a little bit different, especially if you're in that executive world. So if you're intrigued, I would encourage you to talk to Joe or go to their website and and check it out. And that was AESC.org and see if it might be a good fit for you. But then it's that basic job search principle, basic life principle, if you will, of building relationships, offering value to the other person, not trying to sell yourself, which I know is challenging because that's what we've been telling you for years from my side of the of the chair. And selling yourself is about building relationships, right? And, and knowing when to share those value propositions in a way that makes sense for the other person as well as for you. But one of the things that he said early on in the conversation that I thought was key was that it's it's not really about a list of achievements. That your resume might have that, right? But on on LinkedIn in your conversations, it's about humility, honesty, building a relationship. And really making sure that you're spending your time where you need to be spending it in the first place in terms of talking to someone that that recruits in your industry, that's interested in your industry, and that you can offer to some value as well. So as you're thinking about moving forward in your, in your search, next week we're going to be talking a little bit about layoffs. And at, that, at the executive level, that, that might look a little bit different, but it happens to everybody. And for some reason, recently, there's been a lot of, of layoff conversations going on 
in my industry, in my world, lots of different places are doing layoffs. And so we're going to talk about that next week and how you talk about that when you're interviewing, how you position yourself, how you deal with some of the things we don't like to talk about when that happens, right? Your emotions and our our feelings that often get in the way. We're going to talk about that. We won't dwell on it too long, but we are are going to talk about it because it does get in your way. I see it every time I work with someone who's been laid off. It's hard. So we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about how you put yourself together and move forward on LinkedIn, how we want to communicate that in an interview, all of those topics. So I hope you'll tune in next week, especially if you know someone that that's happened to recently or are just ready to prepare for it in case it might happen to you. Hopefully not, but we'll be talking about that next week and we'll see you right back here on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.